Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 4434 win over North Texas on Saturday. They moved to 3-1, and one, of course, on the season. Uh, defensively is where we will begin. Uh, incredible performance by that defense. Uh, I I credit them with three touchdowns. They always technically on the box score scored two touchdowns, mm-hmm. but they really scored three by forcing that fumble on North Texas inside their own five-yard line, setting up a basically walk-in touchdown for the University of Memphis offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zay Cullen was brilliant. Uh, he, I, I mean, I thought, you know, he looked to me like a, you know, NFL player, no doubt about it. I mean, if you're out there causing havoc like that, pick six, fumble, uh, fumble, you know, force fumbles, right? I mean, that's what they're looking for. It feels like he might be, and Quindale Johnson, of course, too, but it feels like he, Zay Cullens could be on the radar as well, defensively. So that's, I wanted to start there. I wanted to start with the positive, yeah, eight right? Eight tackles, tackle for loss. Our, yeah. man, our man Quindell led the team with nine tackles. Yeah. I, want, I just wanted to start there because no, no, properly so. I, I did think, you know, the, the defense took a lot of uh, uh, bullets last year. You know, because they didn't get, you know, pass rush and they, you know, they weren't great at getting stops. They definitely showed up on on uh, Saturday. I know 34 points, people will point to that. Most of that was just complete garbage time, right? It was it was 20 to 10 at the half. And, again, most of the stuff that North Texas got was when the game was out of hand. Uh, so defensively, I thought great performance by the University of Memphis. If they can be that sort of opportunistic defense right the rest of the way, they will have chances against Houston. They will have chances, uh, you know, against SMU and some of the other teams on their schedule. So, again, shout out to the Memphis defense. Uh, they played a great game overall against North. Which I mean, they have. I mean, they did. They, you know, North Texas quarterback is 29 years old, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, they <laughs> they can move the ball. It's not like they don't have some talent uh, on the offensive side of the ball. So again, the first part of this, I want to start with the positive. Now, let's have some real talk. Um, it was as bad an offensive performance that I can remember in a win in a long time. In a win. Um, the Memphis offense didn't do enough. And had it not been for the Memphis defense coming up with those two uh, you know, pick sixes and that fumble recovery inside the five, there's a real chance Memphis football would not have won the game. I mean that's just that's 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 bared out in the final score, right? I mean Memphis scored uh, four offensive touchdowns, right? Seth Hannigan had two, Brandon Thomas had two, uh, but the rest of it was you know the uh, the the Memphis defense. And again, I credit one of those one of those four with the Memphis defense setting it up um, against North Texas, which is one of the worst defenses in the entire country. Uh, Seth Hennigan only had 141 yards. And I, and I think my biggest issue with the offense was that, you know, we've gotten used to, and this is a point made before, I'm not making a novel point here, but we've gotten used to, you know, some creativity, tempo, fast play, speed. And, you know, at least Saturday, right? I'm not, I'm not writing it off forever. I'm not precluding they could show up, whatever. And then maybe it was just one game. But I thought the play calling was just way too conservative. I thought they kind of just hit cruise control uh, at the beginning of the second half. Uh, they just didn't push the ball down the field. I know they lost a couple offensive linemen. Perhaps that is what went into it. But they never took downfield shots. I mean, they took downfield shots against Navy, right? We saw them do it against Navy, but they were not doing it on Saturday. Uh, so I thought I thought the play calling was 
uh, really, really boilerplate. And I thought too often in the second half they were just content three yards in a cloud of dust offense. Like they were just content to throw dink and dunk stuff, run the ball up the middle where they got nothing, and they would just punt it away. Um, you know, being up seven, being up 14, that is really nothing in the grand scheme of things in college football, right? It's not like the NFL. You can have a, 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 a game flip on a pick six, a fumble, muff punt, whatever. Seven is nothing. You should still be pushing the pace as far as I'm concerned um, if you're if you're holding a, a seven-point lead. I just don't think you're safe at all. But it felt like Memphis was content to just sit on that and hope that they could just run the clock out. And I just I, I thought again again this was Saturday. This is I, I'm not trying to make a huge statement about the, the the program or anything like that. But I I thought that was ill advised. And I think it's the kind of strategy that does not pay off for you in the long run, right? Because not only are you trying to win games, but you're also trying to bring fans into those games, and you're trying to offer a compelling product. Now, look, what matters more than anything, right? Wins. The W, man. That's what matters more than anything. Mm-hmm. That Not just on Saturday against a bad North Texas team, but in general. If you win games against Houston, against SMU, against Cincinnati when they're on your schedule, people will come. That's not up for debate. Can this Memphis team win against teams like Houston and SMU and Cincinnati? That, I think, is the big question, right? Because I, they, they will not, they will not, if they bring that kind of offensive performance like they brought on Saturday. That's just, like, I'm, 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 not, I'm not so much focused on, look, they're supposed to win against North Texas. Like, you were favored by 12 and a half. You're supposed to take care of them. Mm-hmm. You did that, right? So now we move on. Then we always said four and one was the goal. Now they're three and one. Right. They're meeting right. the goal. Right. Um, but from a big picture standpoint, right? Now it's changing because the conference is changing. But does this Memphis team right now have the look of a, of a, of a team that will just run things, no questions asked, no resistance in this new look league? That's sort of where my questions come in, right? And they're just questions. I'm not weighing in on them definitively, but I just feel like performances like that, they do sort of cast some doubt. Like, like you know, you scored 44, but you really only scored 28, if we're being honest about it, right? You know, and, and really, really, you scored 21. You scored 20, because I, I, I'll give you the five-yard touchdown, but that was, again, set up by the defense. And they're not going to be able to do that every game. They're just not. You're not going to get 21 points spotted to you by your defense every game. That's just not the way it goes. So I just, I just, you know, win, got it, paltry crowd, you know, that's another separate issue. Um, but I, I just need more. Seth Hennigan is a talent, but for whatever reason, they just did not choose to, to unleash him in this game against a, again, historically bad North Texas defense. You make fair points, and I get, you know, at some point getting a little, okay, what are we doing with the play calling? You know, should be pedal the metal. Let's try to run it up on them. Uh, you'll leave teams in games this way. I see it a little bit differently, though. You sound like a guy who's ready to compete this year for a conference title, and that was always the goal. Memphis came in, picked, finished fifth. Here, here's where I'm going to say. Before the season, I said, you need to put yourself in a position this year where you're ready to take over the league next year, right? And, and, and hey, maybe if it goes well, you can get yourself in a conference contention. Right. You sound like a man who's trying to angle for an AAC title this year and, and sort of had them because, – because I'll be honest with you, just getting to 4-1 and one and getting this chance against a Houston team that looks beatable mm-hmm. was the goal for me to start – You know, and, we, and, and for you as well, we said that. And I, you're right. Your longest plays thirty yards. I mean, I think I think Seth's longest pass went eighteen. Your longest runs thirty, and you can say, well, uh, guys, where are the points? You know, we're trying to get fans and stands. Let's get more explosive. That's all. That's been missing for a while. It feels like. Yep. But I'm not mad at them rolling up two hundred nineteen yards on the ground either. Like they clearly forty four times to they rushed the ball two hundred nineteen yards they gained four point four carry clearly there was some success there mm-hmm. to a point that no it didn't win you the game but what you know I've told you all season long man be nice to get that run game established yeah. and at least you got that part out of the offense John my point is if you can go into this Houston game four and one like we talked about with a shot at winning and you've seen Seth Hennigan at times take over. And now you've got a run game where Brandon Thomas is getting 15 carries. You know, you know, you're getting other guys eight, nine carries a game. Ace had eight 
Uh, Ducker had nine carries. You're, you're starting to sort of see it come around, hopefully. Yeah. Then I think that's all you can ask for in terms of, okay, in terms of midseason goals, or at least if you, you count that part of the season close to it, hey, man, they're right there where we thought, you know, this team could get to. Again, a team that was finished to pick fifth yep. in the AAC. So I, I'm not saying – don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not moving goalposts down. Saying, well, the, don't go compete for an AC, AC title if you can. Right. But it's. I'm not changing anything beforehand. Mine. I don't. I don't care if you win ugly to get there. Just get me the dang wins to get me to four and one. And I'll bet you you got a nice crowd in there if you take care of your business. Yep. For Houston on what a Friday night where you're going to be one of the few things on television in college football. You're hopefully going to have a nice crowd, and you've given yourself the chance that we all hoped. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's see what they do against the team that was picked to win us to 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 win the conference. So it's it's kind of just going. I, I get what you're saying, yeah, because you know the 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 sort of you know I, I don't want to say low flying I'm, antics on offense or where, where, I guess safe plays because again something was working. They were running the ball, but. Um, it doesn't get you excited. I get it. What gets you excited is Seth Hennigan throwing for 300, 400. I just think there are more ways to skin a cat, and you got the win. No, I mean, look. In the end, if you get to four and one for Houston, you've done. You've 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 accomplished goal number one for you, me. You have you have done in what, terms of the season. If we're splitting it into parts, given the competition, you have done what you were supposed to do. Correct. You, we, you won the games you're favored to win. Right. We I see mean, that's college the football teams lose to bad teams every week. Every Very week. True. So Memphis has avoided that to this point. Um, I, I'm not trying to make them anything that 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 they're not supposed to be. I'm not trying to sit here and say that they could compete. They should compete for the conference. I'm I'm taking more of an aerial view, right? I get it. I, it's not it's not about this particular game, you know. It's just like I, I hope that this is not the way it looks every single week. Is my is my large well, most point. weeks you've had Seth Hennigan yeah. airing it out, yeah, and being one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Because while they and, did, they, they did have success on the ground, four point four, it's not like oh man, this is just working so well. We have to continue to go to the four point four is fine. But like I, again, you have a sophomore quarterback who before Saturday had not thrown a pick. Like what, he was one of the you know one of the better passers in the country. You I know. mean, he threw it twenty nine times. No, it's not did. like you just threw it eighteen times. But it just never felt. It never felt to me watching it like they dialed up anything. They they never tried to dial up anything big. It was like a lot of short routes. Yeah, I think of, a lot of that was North Texas saying we ain't gonna give up the big stuff. Well, it's they're they're, they're one of the worst defenses in the country though. You should be able to take it from them. Again, you have a quarterback that's averaging ten yards per pass. Right in the we're talking about Seth Indian coming into this game yeah. as a defense, you're going to say, "All right, we're backing up, and we're going to make this team, you know, beat us some other way." To well, that point, I just I I hope that it was just a, an anomaly because if North Texas can dictate that, then what is Houston going to do? What are what are the you know East Carolinas of the world going to do? You know, I just you know, you just you you want to use these games as just like tee off spots, right? I don't. I just want to get to four and one. That's my point. I would have rather I would I would I mean I always prefer a blowout right I always prefer sure. a blowout for Memphis football and I just feel like they the the we know the the burden that they carry right in this market that can be so fickle you know you, you kind of do have to put like the aesthetic product out there that's just part of it um, now if you get to seven and one eight and one you know yeah that that that's when people will you know it doesn't really matter how and, and look maybe they maybe they can I, I don't rule that out. Right, I do not rule that out. I just thought on that particular day, the 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 play calling left a lot, and that has been a problem. That has been a problem historically, right? Under Ryan Silverfield, the play calling offensively has just left a lot to be desired. I thought it did on Saturday. Now that could just be a one-off, right? We're just talking about this one game. Um, but fair or not, the Memphis football program has a greater responsibility and a greater burden to try to get people. And like twenty-three thousand people, that's embarrassing. That's bad. You know, it's like it's 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 crazy to hear, like it's a juxtapose, right? You 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 see the announcement of twenty three thousand people, and then they're talking about hundred and fifty million dollar renovations to the stadium on the broadcast. It's like these two things do not go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? Well, I'm I'm just saying it's almost you're asking what they're compared to. If we're saying look at a stadium with 23, and it is alarming, John. That number's alarming. It came down for what 32, 33. It was the first week. Now, now a lot of that, some of that, obviously was Arkansas State. Yep. But but what are the other teams in the AAC averaging? Is anybody averaging 35 to 40? I mean, college football attendance is down across the board. We know here in Memphis, as I the way I put it, you have to be good to great 
to be putting a significant amount of people in that stadium to watch Tigers football. It just is what it is. Yeah. And again, having a 51, 55 seat, you know, a thousand. 55,000 seat stadium. I mean, East is, Carolina got 40,000 for Navy. Well, they're rolling right now. East Carolina's got some mojo rolling well, we right know, now. We know Cincinnati is, is better. We Memphis know Houston is coming is off of a six and six. It well, was picked fifth. I know, but I'm and just, you're asking them to flow in 40. I'm just saying. It, yeah. well, I, I'm just pointing out. You asked about the AC. East Carolina had 40. Cincinnati, we know, is going to have 40. Houston's going to have probably 40. Again, well, two of those teams are the teams that are at the top, and 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 that the, two of those teams are the teams that are picked at the top of the conference. You are not that. You were picked fifth. You're coming off six and six. Right. Like, they're not just going to storm in to start the year 40,000 based on what you've done last T- year Tulane, and Tulane had 20,000, but in a 30,000 stadium. Again, if you're in a 35, are we saying something different about the 23 is all I'm saying. Yes, it's alarming when you're sitting there. 50. Would you like it to be more? Absolutely you would. Yeah. But, again – Whipping Memphis for that in a spot that they're in, you got to be good to great here, bro. You got to be actually, you know, talking about a New Year's right. Day bowl to get people. Ex- and, and it my, just is what it is. And, and my my larger question is: Does that performance? Does that mean right? Who is it next I, week? Okay, it, next week it's Temple. Temple, who you should take care of. Right? Does it get better versus Temple? Does the attendance number Th- get this better? This is what I would bank on if I'm Ryan Silverfield. I would care more about getting the W to get those folks there than I would having oh, some I, dynamic I, offense where I'm asking Seth Hennigan to throw it 40, 50 times. If ideally, he has a bad game, we I, lose. Ideally, both go hand in hand, right? I mean, just, ideally. Uh, for them, building fifth, get back to what we've talked about, the brand, pile the wins up. Yeah. We'll get to how it can look everything else afterwards. Pile the wins up for, no, is I, a better I, formula for I agree. you I agree. in terms of getting people to pay attention and come to the game. But, but I'm also operating under the stipulation that maybe you can't just be... See, what, I, what I'm hearing right now, and I'll just be real honest with you, is Memphis is winning, but they're not covering. Memphis is winning, but they're not covering, so they're not doing what Vegas expected them to do. So there should be some disappointment here, and maybe so in terms of the number in the offense. It's not what it was in 18 and 19, but Memphis is the fifth-place team in the AAC or team that finished fifth, and right now it's sitting at 3-1 and one with a chance to get to 4-1 and one for Houston. No, it doesn't it's have what any, it was it, supposed to be uh, going in, and it's what it is. I assure you it has nothing to do with the fact that it has nothing to do with Memphis's mark against the spread. No, I'm just saying they underperformed they, they offensively three. from yeah. what, what Vegas and others think they should be. That's I, what a little this, this sounds like well, they should Seth just Hennigan, be banking on piling up W's right now. I, I just feel like you take the numbers, right? You take the numbers. North Texas giving up 600 yards a game on offense. Seth Hennigan only has 141, right? Like that's that to me but, is just it's it's concerning. But we'd also said going into this game, Brad, correct me if I'm wrong. I pointed to it. UNLV gave up 300 and something rushing yards. Excuse me. UNLV rolled up 300 and something rushing yards on this North Texas team. So you went in saying, man, hopefully Mm -hmm. this is a game where you can finally get the Memphis run game uncorked. Did they run it 44 times? Go over 200 yards. I mean, that's yeah. that's what some of us were looking for well, in that I game. Mean, I, but again, 4.4 4 is not we're, – we're not talking about I, some scintillating – No, I'll take over four yards per carry, but this was their best game as far as I could tell. Anything they've done no, they, from a they, rushing they, standpoint, they, no, it and it was sense. something they needed no, to they do. They committed to it, no question. I right? get that from a play-calling standpoint, you want more right now. Just give me more W's right now. Well, but I don't, again, but I, I don't get, think it's just me, end, though. I, I definitely, based on the reaction that I've gotten on my Nobody's saying it's just you. Yeah. That's why I say I get the play, being yeah. mad at the play calling right now. You want them to be more aggressive. You want them to be putting up 50, 60. That's fine. Yes. This, is not a, this ain't 2018 or 19. Well, You're trying to get back to that. Well, exactly. So there's steps to this. I, well, I, I hope so. And I hope that this is, if, if this is a necessary step to that, right, I, I'm, that I'm all about it, you know? I just, I can't kill them for not winning bigger in a year where they're picked fifth and we said you just need to put yourself in position to be in position next year to take over the yeah, conference. No, no, the most important That's thing what's is, happening. The most important thing is is winning, right? I'm not moving the goal, but styles do make fights. A hundred percent. Like there's a reason that fight that that people hated watching, you know, Floyd Mayweather box because he never got the knockouts. Now those those pay per views sold because he was undefeated. Right? Exactly. So, but do you, you think, just hit it? But do you think I in mean, the end we still bought it so, even when he so, was fighting ugly? He yeah. wasn't knocking anybody so out. Why? Because he continued to win, and you wanted so, to see so whether or not he was going to lose. That's what Memphis has to do, though, right? That that's, that's the stage of this that they're at right now yeah, they, in terms of trying to rebuild this brand. And it, it won't matter, right? If Memphis wins every game the rest of the season, ten to zero, it won't matter because they'll be going to a New Year's Day bowl, right? But like that is the that is the the burden, right? You if you you, you basically, you know, you got to beat Houston, you got to beat you know East Carolina on the road, you know. And I'm not saying this year. I'm saying 
you know, over the course of time, right? Like you have to, if this is the way it's going to look, you got to make sure that you're on the right side at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And if you are, then nothing else matters. Right. You know? How it looked doesn't matter. Yeah, because you'll just say, man, that, you know, our, our, our defense, you know, came through for us, whatever the case. I'm just saying for the here and now. Again, Seth, I mean, he threw the ball 29 times. Yeah. He's been good all year. You know, he, he, you need to be able to win yeah. if your quarterback isn't we're throwing not on, for 300 You and I are yards. not on different sides here. We're on the same side. We're not arguing. We're just sort of we're, we're, we're just sort of nitpicking on what it looks like. In, no, in you the, are nitpicking. I'm well, saying that's fine. I'm this is what then. we said it needed I'm to be. I'm Just get to 4-1. 23,000 people Houston. in the Liberty Bowl. That, to me, is unacceptable. Like, you've got to fix that. That's got to get addressed. I don't know what the right number is, but yeah. 23,000 less than Tulane in terms of percentage of field. Right, and we're in the I same mean, spot. With, my, my thing is keep winning, more will come, as yeah. opposed to no, that's true. being worried I, about trying to air it out. You don't. You lose one of these games. John, you go the other way Right. in terms a, of the yes, progress you're trying to exactly. make. You can burn yourself twice there. Yes. Lose the game, then you know, you've got fewer eyeballs on it or that want to come. That's a Friday game against Houston. It's at 630. If Memphis is 4-1, and one, there should be no excuses in terms of that attendance, correct? That's a great opportunity for Memphis. What? How much attendance are you looking for? Well, Fifty thousand? No, like, like that doesn't happen here. Let's say thirty-five. I, hopefully, yeah. The first one was thirty-two. You know, with Arkansas State folks, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. people, enough people here in Memphis get excited about if it. If they're four and there, one, but there might be John. A lot of people that said, you know what, I'm just going to sit back on this one and see if they're going to win it on TV because it's an easy opportunity for me to watch it on a Friday night and watch it on TV. Yeah. So that might actually hurt attendance. All I'm saying is. Keep adding the wins. Keep getting the wins. The fans will return. You know, hopefully, will return. I understand the alarm at the number. Everybody was when they saw the number. Yeah, that's no. You want to be doing better, especially when you're like but, talking about 150 to 200 million dollar renovations. But, but you don't like, get back to the the excitement level of 18, 19, those kind of crowds unless you add up the wins, man. That that's that's it. And you got to build up levels to this. This is not a team that was picked to win the conference. Yeah, um, it's not that year yet. Hopefully, it will be soon. Next year, that that was always the goal. Uh, then, there we go. It's all about next year. Uh, but in the meantime, maybe yeah. pick up some wins that you can build on. And uh, I, ideally, about building for next year. We never ideally. changed that. Yeah, that, that I, hadn't changed. I, I, I heard it in your voice. You act like that, that. That like I'm supposed to take that as some. You're sticking me. We said that from the beginning. Position yourself for next I'm year. Trying, I'm not sticking you. I'm just saying. Like yeah, you said. Yeah. Well, he's thinking about next year. I'm talking about right now in the twenty three thousand. No, no, my, my whole argument is. I the can big hear picture. it in your voice. That's yeah. not, it's not about this season. It, well, big picture talks about next year and getting back. That's what I'm yes. saying. All, but my, my my counter to that would be we didn't have to wait for Mike Norvell's offense to change. He came in with the philosophy that he was going to score a bunch of points. It didn't have to get to some point. He came in, he got Riley Ferguson, and the offense was amazing from the beginning. We didn't have to take any kind of steps as a program to get there. I mean, I do think on some level it is the way that a coach runs. And, and there's no right or wrong answer here. But did we have to wait for Norvell's offense to be unlocked, or did he come in with it? Seth Hennigan is one of the top quarterbacks in the country. He Up until this week, he had been prolific. Mm-hmm. He's not prolific this week. And all of a sudden, you add to what were already some questions about the play calling, and you're trying to make this something it's not. They're 3-1 and one, well, trying to get having, to 4-1. We're just having a discussion. That's all. Yeah. It, the, as far as I was concerned, we both made our points. I, yeah. There's nothing else to add to it. Yeah. What, what else do you want? What, what, else, what other point? Do you need to make? Well, no, there's no other point to make. I just hope that, you know, uh, as as the season wears on, that, you know, you get back to what we saw more so against Navy. That's all. Next story. Well, the other thing that came out of Memphis football was the fact that they're going to retire Danton Bartow's jersey number, number 59. Saw that news come out over the week. He's going to join a group of Tigers that include John Bramlett, Isaac Bruce, Dave Casanelli, Charles Greenhill, Harry Shue, and D'Angelo Williams. Uh, right thing to do. We talked about Dan Tabarto, still the leading tackler, I think, all time in Memphis history. And, you know, some people question whether this, well, is it happening because Danton Barto passed away due to COVID? Is that the reason where Danton Barto always deserved to be among the best Tigers, to be among those that had their numbers retired? And so, again, from that standpoint, it's almost, you know, even even still bringing that up, you know, it's it's sad that he won't be here. Dan Tabarto, who went on, by the way, to become a scout for the Rams and everything else, it's sad that he won't be around uh, to enjoy this. He'll obviously uh, get it posthumously here. But that was the other news that came out of this week in Memphis football was the fact that they are moving forward with those plans that had sort of been rumored, talked about. They're moving forward with those plans to retire Dan Tabarto's number. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I was going to add that just to the Memphis football. Oh, I got you, got you, got you. Next story. The I mentioned this with Mike 
Uh, NFL is moving on, and, and we got plenty of games to get to, and we've already touched on some of them, but they're moving on with this decision to replace the Pro Bowl with a week-long skills competition, and I think it's long overdue. There is no other all-star game in sports probably more boring or less paid attention to than the Pro Bowl the NFL's Pro Bowl, and what they're going to do now, and Peyton Manning's involved with his Omaha production company, is basically um, do a Pro Bowl Games Week, which is going to feature AFC, NFC players showcasing football and non-football skills. Maybe like an old, uh, you know, back in the day you would see these celebrity competitions. I can't remember who used to do them, but you'd have, you know, I, well, I won't go into who all was in them, but they used to be fun to watch. You'd have celebrities versus uh, athletes, that kind of thing. Put them in games like this where it's a little bit less football, maybe a little bit more fun, maybe we pay more attention. Again, I'm not promising to do that, but what was outdated and old was the idea that these guys would go and play a football game afterward that we would pay attention to. I don't think We're any... done at that point of the season. Worrying about the rest of the <laughs> right. NFL, it's only about the, the Super Bowl at well, that point. Well, it's like, I mean, and why would you even try to put those guys in any kind of, you know, harm's way anyway, right? I mean, nobody watched it. Nobody cared. It was a sham anyway. The, I mean, I, the last— Been doing it since 51. The last time I paid attention— to the Pro Bowl was when Sean Taylor uh, knocked the punter off of his ass in the Pro Bowl. And I think they like changed the rules after that year. <laughs> they said, all right, we're not going to tackle anymore, whatever. Yeah, like I would not. It's it's pointless to have that game. Uh, the, the new event will replace the full contact showcase that started in 1951. Again, long overdue, outdated. We'll see what Peyton and Omaha Productions do to make this thing, uh, to try to jack up some interest in it, but I highly doubt even if it's jacked up, tricked out, everything else, you put a couple of races together, anybody's going to pay more attention to this than uh, than I mean, even the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, I would put over yeah, Pro Bowl. Yeah, th- that matters. Uh, NBA All-Star Game, obviously. I'm trying to think of other sports All-Star Games we actually pay any attention to. I mean, to. even these They're skills. They're all over yeah. top of the Pro Bowl. So, And even these skills games, I don't I don't think will be some kind of huge draw. Yeah, might move it up a little bit, but not yeah. much. I mean, I, I was, do you remember those... Um, they used to do like they had like the competitions, you know, for Pro Bowl week when guys would like go to Hawaii and they would like the, all the quarterbacks would like throw on ESPN. Yeah, and we joke about Lamar and one of them one year. Yeah, like and even back in the day too, like those are were interesting. Like I like let me get the like let's see how far the QBs can throw. They used to like do the strength competition where they would like mark all right he was seventy yards. That's that's actually fun. Get Josh Allen and Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. Like that, okay. I'll watch that. You got me there. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think your initial point was right that even if you you tinker with this thing, it's probably not going to raise much. Because it is what it is, right? I mean, the Super Bowl is over. Um, I think that's the other thing that like the timing that they do it. At least with the NBA, it's in season. MLB is in season, and it matters. You're to not, the, it's not so much turnoff time. Yeah, people are like, okay, Super Bowl's over. Like I'm focused on basketball. I'm focused on other things. The middle you know of what I'm saying? Quote unquote, middle of the year. Yeah. So I just don't think there's a ton of engagement there. But if they, you know, that they do that, like you know, if they did, like I mean, I guess I'll watch it on YouTube later. I'll watch the highlights more likely than like appointment television. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe you know, maybe some people will. Maybe some people will be encouraged to watch this. I don't know. Next story. All right, on to the Memphis Grizzlies. They are doing their media day uh, as we speak. Jeffrey and Giannato, uh, they will have full coverage, correct, Giannato Jeffrey? Full coverage of uh, Memphis Grizzlies media day. Zach Kleiman, an update on Jaron Jackson Jr., says JJJ is doing well. Injury happened during training this offseason. Still on track for that four- to six-month timeline. So I guess that's the hard news out of this, right? Yeah, he gave him nothing, as we suspected, right? Four to it didn't six. change anything. When did it? When did the injury come down? Was it late July? Sounds right. right. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds right. So late July, four months would be late November, and he said they just he. I mean, Zach Kleiman said he's on track for that. So, yeah, I mean, it I was think beginning of July, end of June. It's it's probably prudent to not expect Jaron back until December, and then hope you're surprised, right? It's just a temporary fix. Whatever they got to do at the at that four spot. There were some rumors that uh, you know you know Jay Crowder's not going to Suns training camp, right? right. John, John Morant tweeted about it. I don't know if the Grizzlies were going to get involved in that. It would make sense though. I mean, that was you talk about a perfect fit at the four spot. And then when Jaron came back, you know, he could just play a rotation role and 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 be you know be whatever you need him to be. Probably won't work, I guess. Now that I'm sort of am talking about it because. He he's not really a reserve, you know. He's going to want to start somewhere, is mm-hmm. he not? Yeah, want to help somebody now immediately. In a, in a, I don't know. He probably take a reserve role. The the issue with him is going to be his shot selection. Does it fit anymore on that? Well, on what he shoots from three. You know, there's a lot of times where Jay Crowder's out there shot jacking, 
And you could use a guy that could play the three and four, but you need him to be able to knock down the three, you know, pretty regularly. I don't. I, is he still that guy? What, I, I what think, did he shoot last year from three? I think he can be. I think he can be that guy. I don't. I don't have his numbers in front of me. Thirty-four percent. Well, yeah, just thirty. Thirty-five-ish. It's closer to respectable okay. than than it is. But bad, you would you would but, you would bring him in for the the, the leadership aspect as well, and he like, he fit that four role. Part. Like you wouldn't worry about what we're doing at the four. That's the issue. I mean, you you yeah. wanted a guy that could play three four. Yeah. Like you lost in Kyle. Right. Um, and that would be Jay. And Jay, I think Jay is a slightly better player than Kyle Anderson. As long as you're not giving up anything crazy for him, yeah. the problem's going to be somebody like, else is going to want him more. Or Phoenix is going to want somebody that can help them right now. Yeah. A Danny Green that you could do the contract with a second rounder doesn't help Phoenix and right now. And the Grizzlies, now. on that note, interestingly enough, they said Danny Green is a part of what we're doing. Yeah, I can, the way they've included him in the summer league plans and everything else, it, look, it appears like. It looks like they intend to keep him around. I just can't. They need shooting. I mean, I mean, yeah, it, but with, with that contract and everything else, right. you just can't rule him out, out as being out, a piece out, of something. He's out for the whole year. I mean, didn't he get hurt in the playoffs? Yeah, but I thought I thought spring will well at some point this season is the expectation he can get back. Yeah, but then but by then your rotation is totally season. set. Yes, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Let's see how you can expect to get anything from him by the time he's coming back around and and and. Where you'll be in the season, yep. what you're gearing up for, yep. and what he'll be trying to start from scratch from, essentially. Well, maybe they're maybe so I've they're, never really counted on anything from him, and always sort of thought of him as a piece that he, you'll it, use, right? A chip. Maybe they're just trying to like the contract. butter that up uh, for the trade deadline, right? Perhaps, and just leave themselves a little bit of leverage instead of just saying, "Yeah, we're trying to get off Danny." What, what else? But he's been in. I mean, he's been sit, sitting on next to him in summer league. Looks, Is he, he, he's, looks he's got very one or, He's got one or two years left. I want to tell you. It's an expiring. If it's an expiring, there's no way he's. I mean, they're not keeping him over the deadline, bro. He can't play. But I'm not for sure. If it's an expi, if, if, if I know it matches. If, on he's, the if, he's, if he's on a two year contract, then all right. Like I, I could see, like they'll. It's just a hefty investment, man, for a guy that's not even going to be able to play for you until at the earliest 2023, um, and probably yeah. not until he's the signed back through half. this season. Yeah, I mean, basketball I would be, I would just, I mean, I know what they're saying, but I would just be shocked if he's a guy that's retained through the trade deadline. What sense would that possibly make? Um, so anyway, uh, that's the big news out of uh, Memphis Grizzlies media day. They, you know, they always do these, uh, these pre, these hype videos, right? They do these, uh, these hype videos, not not always before the season, before big games, before playoffs, and uh, the campaign appears to be big Memphis this year. And it was narrated by the one and only Glorilla. Really? It was. I think she's the best voiceover artist that they like. They've done it. But they've gotten Money Bag Yo, mm-hmm. who, by the way, was doing intros. Yeah, we have it. This is it's good. I think it's the best. I think it's the best rapper voice artist work they've gotten for these. We're gonna get into just a minute. Money Bag Yo was at the uh, Titans game. I was doing ask the you, as you, you reminded me of that, just talking about this, it, I felt betrayed. And they and it is so heavily Memphis influenced, bro. Hey, yeah, yes, this is me. it. Well, not really, but you know the vibe. This is me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. this is our city. Welcome back to the show. And you know these guys. Moran, attack. Daddy, the party became a mistake. I couldn't be. Man, I'm on denim dangerous. I can't be guarded. Red card, you know what I'm on a plane. Follow you, play. I cannot be guarded. That person that works for everything they get. That person who hits the grind and greedy. Where the party starts when the sun sits. And has its own brand of art. Listen, everything we do here is big. Woo-hoo! Big expectations, big noise, and big swag. Hey, camera, come look over here. Look at all this ice beside Try us if you want. You better not play me. I got my black horse on, too. <laughs> Cause sure as hell, you know we early. No running in the hill, man. We climb up the chimney. So this season, for the 901, what's understood, don't gotta be explained. It's for the rest of y'all, you about to find out, that's Big Memphis on the gun. I thought that was great. I thought she was better than Gotti, better than Moneybag, yo. Better than you know others who have done it. Yeah, pretty soon pretty they'll awesome. be playing it in the Titans intro. They will, with yeah. Money bag they, walking out of the damn hall like they, we saw. They will start calling she, the Titans big Titans, <laughs> big Nashville. I told y'all y'all can't hate on the uh, the artists. Y'all got to hate on the no, Titans. No, I ain't hating on money. But yeah, like like ev- scoop that Memphis. Like you know. you know what they do, right? Like uh, one of the like rallying cries during the Titans games is who run it. It's not just like they use the music. Like they say. 
Not the Titans fans. Remind them who run it. We run. You know, like like they use that, bro. Like they completely bought before bit. this year they were doing who run. I it? don't think so. I think this is the first year. This is the first year they decided to do it. And then Moneybag Yo's introducing like he was there yesterday. Yeah, it's like the who run the AFC South. They're looking for a third straight AFC South title, and that's sort yeah. Of what I'm like I'm like who run it thing. Yeah, you know, Memphis man. This is all Memphis. Y'all don't even. I mean, y'all have I, to again. Just I don't totally. fault the the artist for the opportunity to get that money, but. Yeah. Again, what does it tell you about Nashville? Exactly. Um, did you like Glorilla? Yeah, she's fantastic. I thought she was great. There. She gave uh, last week twenty five thousand MLK prep. She said she would do that. She's she, awesome. She uh, she's very. She, the, the one thing I love about Glorilla is that she is very like she's so new to fame, mm-hmm. right? She like she just kind of came up into it, right? And so she's still very candid. She talked about in this radio interview that she went to I think Fraser High School. Uh, she went to two high schools, and one of them was Frazier. They asked her in the interview about, hey, are you going to give back to Memphis, you know, since you're coming up and you're from there? She said, uh, you know, I'm not going to get back to my high school because I didn't like it, <laughs> but I'm going to give back to my uh, my elementary school, which I, I guess was uh, MLK prep there. So that was, you know, that's the thing you love the most, right? She is a very authentic person. You know, I, I was wrong about her. I kind of went, I was like, I heard some music. I was like, eh, eh. Then I listened to her. You know, oh no, she's as Memphis as Memphis gets. Figured out what she was all about, you yeah. know, and the first chance she could, she comes back, she gives twenty five thousand back. And again, I think her performance there in that hype video was better than like Money Bag Yo's. Like sometimes you'll hear the rappers and it sounds so like contrived, you know. Like you can, you, they sound like they're reading. Mm-hmm. She did not sound like she was At reading. All. You know, right now I think that was the difference. She's a natural, mm-hmm. big Memphis. You like that for a campaign? Yeah, that's yeah. that seems to be the way they're going. No, you, yeah, Grizzlies know how to hook their 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 big Memphis their wagon right to the to the to the right person. Big Memphis is the right pretty, pretty damn good. And this is the right movement, right? Big Memphis, it, like it doesn't necessarily like it doesn't mean anything. It's just like you just put big in front of Memphis. Mm-hmm. Like we eat that up, Big Memphis, Big Twelve, you know? Yeah, and they got they're catching her at the right time, you know, blowing up. Oh, 100 percent. I think it's better than Memphis. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. yeah. I that think it's was, a lot I, better. I just remind you that they do miss from time to time. They do. That's right. They do. Remember this missed. And, I, and, I, would, I think I'd put that out of my memory. And I think that was the right. I think that was the right strategic choice for you, right, and for all of us. You know, we, we, we move past as yeah. though it did not ever happen. Right. You know, and we'll and we'll give them credit. I mean, for, you can't buy nobody bats a thousand. They don't for real. They don't. Big Memphis though, home run. Yeah. As we're going to stick with the parlance of baseball. Is that from Doc? Didn't I see Doc Holliday doing saying Big Memphis, Big Old Memphis? Are you saying Big Memphis I don't know, a while back? I don't know. I, did Ja say it like, like a few months ago? Ja do it? Okay. I feel like maybe Ja. I remember Doc was like hashtagging it. Yeah. For a minute. It might have been that might have been Memphis football. I can't remember. I, I feel like Big it. Memphis has has definitely been used by somebody before though. Like whether it's want to make sure we're crediting the right folks. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I I feel like Ja has has used it though. But yes, as as far as the campaign for 2022-23, comes up i think big memphis is as good as it gets next story one more um we know john loved the way this guy used to win here mike norville is four and oh about that moves into the top 25 florida state does at number 23 in the ap poll they do that after a pretty easy win over boston college mike norville has florida state four and oh for the first time since 2015 um, they whitewashed uh, BC. There wasn't much there, and that's not a Oof. good Boston College no, team. No, it is not, bro. They're one and three. <laughs> they're zero and two in the ACC. And you could go up and down. You know, you you, you could fit a little bit uh, pick at Florida State's schedule here. Yep. The wins are over Duquesne, an LSU team that's obviously under Brian Kelly in his first season. They won at Louisville, and they've knocked off a Boston, bad Boston College team, but. To be 4-0 at this point in the season, again, it's been a long time for them, years for them, seven years for them, Florida State, since they've seen this. They're about to get tested, though. If you look at the the schedule, Wake Forest ranked NC State, Clemson. You just saw Wake Forest give uh, Clemson a run. Like, the schedule gets serious here over the next few weeks. Yep. But Mike Norvell got things turned in the right direction for Florida State. At one time, came into that season. You know, maybe that seat's feeling a certain kind of way. Yeah. No, he should be feeling a certain kind of way right now. They're ranked. They're undefeated. I actually was watching that game because it was like it was on ESPN or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. I don't know who that game said more about, Florida State or Boston College. I would lean Boston College. That team is as that team has got to be one of the worst in Division One. Like I don't care what conference, you know. Sure. They are abysmal. But Florida State, man, they got that quarterback, man. Jordan Travis. Yeah, like he was uh, – he looks good. 
you know, Mike Norvell got a lot of crap for um, losing the kid. Yeah, I can't remember his name mm-hmm. to, to Jackson State, but they got one, and they might have one behind him too. Watermaker, he got some run, he got some burn second half. I didn't see that. Yeah, he might, he might be. I don't, I don't know, but he looked pretty good. I think probably anybody would look. I think if Memphis got a chance to play Boston College, it would look the way. I want it to look. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Firework. <laughs> it would be it would be an air show, man. Yeah. It, what are the uh, what are the uh, Jets called? Blue Angels. The Blue Angels. That's what I want. Oh. I want Memphis football to be the Blue Angels, man. Nothing I just, wrong with that. I just want an air show. That's what I want. Now that that's me. You know, I I didn't get it with the Raiders. I want to, I want to find it somewhere. I feel like the Raiders should be an air show. I feel like the Tigers should be an air show. The Raiders are zero three. Neither of them oblige me. For whatever reason, but I, I, I'll give I'll give the Tigers. Yeah, I want some. I want Seth Hennigan to be Top Gun Maverick. You know what I mean? And he will again. I'm gonna believe that. I'm gonna believe that they're like Temple. I wonder what the number on that is. Uh, you think there's a number on that game out? Yeah, I thought I've already heard it. I thought it's double digits. Okay, so again, great opportunity in conference. Light their ass up. Right? I want you to make, like, signals in the sky. Well, this is just a tune-up for Houston. That's right. So use it, it as be. that. Like, because you're going well, to have We just got the run game on court, but you ain't happy with that. Well, I'm just saying, okay, so you focus on the run game last week. Don't get me started again. Focus on the pass game this week. <laughs> right? Hey, Pat, what, the, what the, uh, the old Puente told me this. Pass to score, run to win. That was the adage that he used. Right? Yep. Now, in Memphis's case... They just ran. They just they, right. there was no word. It was just run two, the, just run two. Literally threw the ball twenty nine <laughs> times, but just disregard that. Like they rescoring caught another touchdown. He's this good. dude ain't nothing but see a that, TD. See that, that walk on that QB. Play, that play I thought was the best play call of the day. And, it, got and it resulted four in touchdowns, touchdowns down the last three games. Yeah, four and three. Yeah, I want to say I want to say Seth uh, faked the run there, maybe a couple different directions, yep. and he hit uh, pre-scoring the flat easy touchdown. You got I wanted Ivory, more of that. Ivory had a TD in that game. Yeah, you talking about the, what the yes. pass game didn't do? Well, it, it. I mean, 141 yards. It definitely left a lot on the table. Of course, especially compared to what they've been doing all yeah. season long. But again, you get 219 it, on the ground. You know, I was I was locked into that one start to finish, and I just again it was more about what well, I felt like they could too. have all, done. All this talk about. You know, but D- you, D- did, you did rightfully start. I started on with them. Yeah, I mean, right. I, that was an incredible performance by the defense, and they needed. They got played. I think it's eight, nine straight games too. They've had a turnover, yes. so they got yes. playmakers yes. on that side of the ball, um, starting with Zay and and and, uh, and going on through the bunch. But yeah, to your point about Mike Norvell, I mean, they're ranked. They're four zero. I I wonder what I do wonder what the temperature in Tallahassee is. Like, are they happy with him, or are they? Well, still... they're about to find out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All of them down there are the same way. Okay, you've done this now, and right. I, you got to give them credit for the LSU win. You beat LSU. There was another you know, one that uh, beating Louisville on the road. Yeah, I mean, and that was a good game. Not easy to do. No, you want them both on the road, so yeah. that's that's solid and it's respectable. But yeah. now you're about to take on basically three ranked teams in a row: Wake Forest, NC State, and Clemson. So now we're about to really see where you're at. Yeah, you could be looking. You could yeah. easily be looking at four and three. Well, Clemson's not great. I mean, you know, they they it took everything for them to beat Wake Forest. Well, and that one's at their place. Yeah. And so, they got they got them at Florida State, Clemson. It's 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 it's. They go to NC State. They got I, Wake Forest I, at the house. I, I, Florida State won't be favored, but it's as winnable as it has been in a long, long time against Clemson, Florida State. So you know, I think that's one of those you got to try to take it. And, and if and if Mike Norvell can't do that, then you know he's probably talking about. I thought Wake Forest was going to win that game. I really did. They should have won the game. Yeah. I I I don't understand how. Uh, you're the you're the you're the expert in pronunciations. Ungalala. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand yeah. how he's not better. We Ungalala. Like I feel like he, he just he looks the, such like the part of of st- stud quarterback, you know, and it's just like historically he's just not been that great. No, well, I mean, that was a crazy game. They weren't stopping anything either. Right. I but mean, he, that he was threw a, for three seventy one yeah, no, and five that, touchdowns. That, that game he was he was you know yeah. awesome. But I'm just saying in his whole career, you know, he just has not. He has not been. No, they've the, said Debo that he's not the one, you know, to right, replace Trevor. Right, so he's shown that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a it was a hell of a weekend in uh, in college football. Yeah, tip of the captain, Mike Norville. You uh, got to beat some ranked foes to yeah, get start getting the respect burgers. You, but you have uh, it's been a while since they've been four and You have no words on the uh, epic SEC tilt this weekend from Florida and Tennessee. Yeah, I got words on that. You know I got words on that. Oh, that's them. that's later. Yeah. The, the words come later. Uh, so we will talk about that game uh, and other happenings around college football 
Got respect burgers at 1 o'clock. Stick around. Jason and John, 99 FM, ESPN. Talking about our mental health saves lives. We witnessed that firsthand with Odyssey's I'm Listening, a two-hour mental health special. So many well-known artists, athletes, mental health professionals, and you shared invaluable insights and tools to help us all thrive as we go through our daily lives. If you missed it, Odyssey's I'm Listening mental health special, or you want to hear it again, it's on the Odyssey app or odyssey.com now. Coming up at 2, it's the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Mark Giannato, lead columnist from the Commercial Appeal. And Jeffrey Wright, college football and BetQL analyst. Giannato and Jeffrey, weekdays 2 till 4 p.m., 92.9 FM, ESPN. Hey, hey, Jeff Allen, it's a great day to be happy, happy in a new Kia from Gossip Kia South Mount Moriah. What you got going on? Randy, we'd love to make you happy with the all-new 2023 Kia Seltos LX all-wheel drive. Just $257 per month for 36-month lease and only $29.99 due at signing. Or how about a 2023 Kia Sportage LX front-wheel drive, $287 per month for 36 month lease $34.99 due at signing. That's what I'm talking about, Jeff. You got me happy, happy. And listen, Randy, if you don't see what you want, no problem. We'll order exactly the perfect ride for you, and you choose your own bells and whistles. Plus, equipped with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Kia Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or KiaMountMoriah.com. 650 acquisition fee, 30000 per year, 20 cents excess mileage, zero security deposit, silk speed, 738 MSRP 253825 This is Gary Parrish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. It is moving season, so make sure you call my friends at Blacktown Moving for all your moving needs. If you're thinking about relocating, whether it's home or office, cross town, cross country, Make sure you call my friends at Black Time Moving, 316-6196, 316-6196. They've changed moving in the city of Memphis. When you're moving, you're not just moving things. You're moving pieces of your life, and Black Tie understands that. I've used them two separate times, and I'm so glad that I did. They're licensed. They're bonded. They're insured. Their movers are professionally trained. They show up on time. They are the best in town. So give them a call. 316-6196 is the number. Book your move now. It'll book up fast. Moving season is here, and Black Tie wants to take the chore moving your things out of your hands. Make it that much easier for you. Black Tie moving. They're changing moving in the city of Memphis. Call today. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty much the same. But at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high-commission investment products, right? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope. Never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No. We have one transparent management fee, structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. Hey, hey, Jeff Allen, it's a great day to be happy, happy in a new Kia from Gossip Kia South Mount Moriah. What you got going on? Randy, we'd love to make you happy with the all-new 2023 Kia Seltos LX all-wheel drive. Just $257 per month for 36-month lease and only $29.99 due at signing. Or how about a 2023 Kia Sportage LX front-wheel drive, $287 per month for 36-month lease, $34.99 due at signing. That's what I'm talking about, Jeff. You got me happy, happy. And listen, Randy, if you don't see what you want, no problem. We'll order exactly the perfect ride for you, and you choose your own bells and whistles. Plus, equipped with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Kia Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or KiaMountMoriah.com. 650 acquisition fee, 30000 per year, 20 cents excess mileage, zero security deposit, silk speed, 738 MSRP 253825, Sportage P709-8842, MSRP 27955. Includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Kia, excludes tax title and license with approved credit, see details offer valid through 10 2022 dealers 
problem. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Door Pro is hiring. Door Pro is one of the largest garage door companies in the Mid-South and is looking for garage door techs to join their team. Door Pro has been a family-owned and operated business since 1992. Applicants must have a clean appearance, valid driver's license, and be drug-free. Door Pro's position is full-time with excellent pay and benefits after 90 days. Experience is not necessary, but a plus. Call Door Pro, 901-366-7776 or... Or go to DoorProInc.com. Make it fun. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Tell me. group at the real estate agency hey you still got to have a place to live and here's the truth regardless of interest rates it is always better to build equity period can always refinance at a later date get that lower interest rate they will come down again so if you are in the process thinking about moving is it a good time is it not a good time the Live Love Memphis Group is here to advise you on all of that. They are the best in town. They've seen the market at the highs, at the lows, everything in between. All you got to do is reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. Here's how you reach out, 901-625-5200. Jennifer's got a great team. Call her up. You'll see for yourself, 901-625-5200. Or you can email them at sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Jennifer's going to make the process so easy. Uh, selling your home or buying a home, whichever it is, and she can take care of both. Did for me. She's going to make the process easy and get you the most money possible for that home, like they did for me, like they did for Dwight. In his case, thirty thousand more than he thought he was going to get, and Dennis's twenty thousand more than what other agents were telling him he was going to get for his home. So make sure if you're calling, you call the right group. That's nine zero one six two five fifty two hundred. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love Desoto teams at the real estate agency. So, uh, interestingly, we were just talking about Big Memphis and the Grizzlies and Jaron Jackson Jr. It appears, I don't want to say that, that uh, you know, the coach and the GM are on, the, on different pages here, but Taylor Jenkins made multiple references to Jaron Jackson Jr. in uh, that four spot to start the season, and he used the word, if Jaron isn't available to start the season. Not, not sort of like a, you know... Interesting. He's not going to be available, so here's what we're doing, right? It was like an if. As if it's still up in the air. Right, as if there is some the, the door is open for some hope that Jaron Jackson Jr. And I do think that is 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 major, right? Whether or not Jaron is healthy to start the season. If you start the season with him and he's back and he's recovered quicker than people thought, I do think that changes a, a little bit of the national perspective on Memphis um, and the Grizzlies because – he was so good for them defensively last year. I mean, he won them lots of games with that presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, he can help out. He can have his nights. I mean, think about that performance against the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs where he was just going ham. Um, so it, it would be it would needless to say, if he is available to start the season, it is absolutely major. It, absolutely major. I'm not going to put any stock into it. I wonder if he's doing that because he knows – you know, kind of in a way to give Jaron credit, too, for the work he's put in that he's ahead of schedule. Yeah. But we know from the way that franchise has dealt with injuries in the past, the last thing you're doing is rushing someone in this case. Ja seems like the last, the, the one case where a guy did get back earlier. Otherwise, it's been, no, 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 we're going to be as patient as possible. Ja getting back last year, got back. But everything else, it's been as patient as possible. I, I just don't get understand why you would push it up in that way uh, again, you're going to play this safe, and you're dealing with a guy who's got an injury history. That's the other part of Jaron. Why you'd be even more careful. So I, I'm my my hope, and 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 I'll use you know hopefully Taylor is sort of giving you a hint here. It's going to be back 
earlier than you think. But as long as he's back by Christmas for that game against Golden State, uh, I think most of us would be happy and feel that the Grizzlies can still get done, you know, uh, what you hope they can this season, be in top half, be in top four. As long as he's back by Christmas, you should be okay. Right. I mean, in the end, that's. Seems all reports indicate he will be. Right. The, the, whether it, You're exactly right. Whether it's, it, at, at minimum, closer to four than six. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that's the, that seems to be. I mean, if you're talking about ifs and, as opposed to, you know, wins, that's. I mean, I just got to. I know Jaron is probably going double here to get back. And yeah. again, you, you realize how important it is to this team, this group of guys to be. You know, considered among the elite, we'll think about that opportunity on Christmas against Golden State. You you got to figure he's had that one circle, may, and maybe you know we've we've had saying in here we've talked about Thanksgiving as well. I just got to figure as long as you're back by then, again your goals this season, finishing fourth as ESPN you know thinks you could possibly do, those are all still in play if you can get Jaron back by then. No, that's true, and that's- and and the talk that seems to be coming out right. You know, would would seem to indicate they feel like he's ahead of schedule. Yeah, because they they've, they've we're speculating. They've talked about the first name uh, reportedly that they mentioned for that spot is Santi Aldama, which is a needless to say massive drop off. And you would hope that that does not have to uh, come to that. And if it does, you hope that it's very uh, a very brief time. He's probably the guy most suited though to to try to play the part naturally. But in terms of his inside yeah. outside, he yeah. can operate on the wing he as just a big looks guy. So meh. In summer league, but but well, he had the bad start, but he came on yeah. late. He came on really well of late. Yeah. And again, that doesn't tell you anything. But what was good about the summer league performance is he didn't stick with the bad start. That it didn't stay bad the whole way through. So hopefully, this is some indicator that John, on for a short term situation, he can uh, he can supply something there. Again, you have other options at some point if you have to. You can bust glass for Brandon Clark. I know he prefers to come off the bench. Has been more effective that way. But they've got some other options as well as Laravia. So. I don't mind giving Santi the first crack at it. I think that's probably smart with his experience level. Yeah. You know, again, yeah. LaRavia there, what's he going to do inside? Can he rebound for you in that four position? You know, we know he can knock down shots when he's shooting them. That's been the issue with him is getting LaRavia to shoot. But can he be a rebounder inside? Well, we know Santi, for the most part, can do that. Again, can you do it on a night-to-night basis when you're the starting four? We'll see. Right. But Santi has at least done it in some games. So yeah. I-, I think it's probably the right move to yeah, start I- in there. And, and again, if you I- don't make a move before him. Ideally – it's short, right? It's a short time. So, you know, because Jaron gives you just so much more. Uh, he's so much more proven on the defensive end uh, for sure. So, anyway, uh, that is that's all coming out of media day. Hopefully, no like surprise injury news. Yeah. We found out a little after media day last year about Dylan Brooks and NBA. That's Hopefully, true. none of that this you know this time around. That it's mostly just Jaron. We're talking about when you. You know, when are you getting back and no surprise injuries on anybody that you're dropping in? I think if that's the case, and it sounds like it's pretty much going according to plan, yep. you feel pretty good. Feel pretty good about, about it, where man. you're at coming through the offseason. Feel, feel very good about it. Feel like the Grizzlies are going to have a chance to get right back to the conference semifinals, right? I mean, no reason to think they can't get Dude, right back. Dude, the West back. is loaded, John. It is, it is tough. I mean, I, I don't, said, man, I don't make put it that sound on like that. I don't put that on him. I'm just saying. To do what they did again. I mean, to, yeah. to have the season they did, where you're talking right. about second best record. You're right. And maybe they have, a conference finals appearance. That's And they have some rotational things to figure out, right? They do. they got to figure out how they're going to replace Kyle Anderson and just sort of what he brought energy-wise. Um, because let me tell you about this team named the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. That'll be different this year. Yeah, they will be. They will be you much know, different. Golden State hadn't gone anywhere. Denver's yep. got pieces back, big pieces back. Yep. We'll, we'll see on them. Yep. I can tell by your eyes you're not very high on them. And you don't – we might not have to be. We might, might do with them. Minnesota, well, we got, Denver as will far be as better a regular season you know, team, Minnesota's going to be good. MPJ will probably be healthy. You get Jamal Murray back. I mean, they'll be good. They'll be, mm-hmm. they'll be heard from. No, you're right. I mean, the, the West gets more crowded. It's a mind f- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.